0: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It tells me I'm into something good. Don't know the story, can't it find?
1: What might you say on my mind? Those days play the way, and that's it true. Oh yeah. Something tells me I'm into something good.
0: Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Manchester United Weekly Podcast. With me, Harry Robertson and Jack Tate. It's Series 2, Episode 27, as we talk EFL Cup victory at Wembley. Um, sorry for my slightly strained voice. It was a good day out at Wembley yesterday. But anyway, we we shall go on. As well as talking Zlatan, a trophy and why Bailly is the greatest Eric since the King. We have our regular youth and loan roundup with some transfers at that level to talk about. Now, Jack, we'll talk about why for some people this isn't all that in the end of, um but but let's start on a positive. That's that's one of the best days out me and the rest of the United fans will have all year. Zlatan's on twenty six goals for the season. We hold all three domestic cups. Uh not the league albeit, but we weren't great, but that was a fantastic trip to Wembley. Fantastic game, fantastic atmosphere and overall I'd I'd say I'd take
1: that, wouldn't you? Absolutely. It was a great way to uh to win the Cup for Mourinhos First two opportunities to win trophies, the Community Shield and the League Cup, and he's won them both. So what do we have to complain about? <laughs> no, I mean, we didn't play particularly well, but at the end of the day, I think that could turn out to be a really important win, actually, because its a, I think it's a sign in, in some ways of, of where we're hoping to be. The League Cup obviously isn't the biggest trophy that, that we're ever going to win, and it's not the biggest trophy in, in the of the year, but it puts down a marker that we are back and we are playing to win on all fronts this season. And I think it was very important to win that and put down a marker. Um, and hopefully it can be a springboard now to go on and win uh, So, hopefully more trophies this season and beyond. Because I think, although, say, it might be more of an achievement or maybe more important for us to make the top four than to win the League Cup this season, but there's no feeling like winning a trophy and it doesn't get a club's spirits up like winning a trophy, even if it is just the League Cup. And I'm really hoping now that that will give us a springboard for the rest of the season. because We have a lot of matches coming up, a lot of important matches coming up and that boost. And you you saw it after the game, people like Ibrahimovic, who's won, I don't know, countless trophies in, in five or six different countries throughout his career. Even he was getting involved in the celebrations. It looked like it was a big deal to win a trophy and it always is. It might just be the League Cup, but I think it will turn out to be a very, very important win
0: the celebrations at the end were brilliant there's so much to be happy about if we're if we're being honest Latam was superb um a, a true leader on on in, in on the pitch even though chris morning was somehow captain um but we'll, we'll glaze over that but just just taking the example of the winning goal um we'll mention the, the feeling when that free kick went in in a bit but as joel Pereira, united's uh reserve goalkeeper tweeted um which was quite funny it was a First a Southampton shot cleared by Zlatan, a corner cleared by Zlatan, the counters created by Zlatan and the cross in is scored by Zlatan. It was sort of the the coming together of all that he'd done in that game and led us towards the first trophy, the first real major trophy, not the biggest, but the first real trophy of the Mourinho era. And he has basically carried us all seasons. that's not saying that other players haven't been good. I thought Pogba was excellent. mkhitaryan has been brilliant since since about December um there's been some other fantastic players this season um including Matt, who was a bit uh who ghosted a bit on on Sunday but it's not saying that any other players have been terrible but Zlatan 26 goals now is is astonishing and he he did look a bit tired in added time um but fair play to him 35 and the celebration actually we'll we'll move on to the celebrations in a second but j- just on Zlatan again in my opinion it, it's now he is one of the greatest signings for any team in the Premier League era. He's got the arrogance, the ability to pull it off. That's brilliant for United fans, and that's brilliant just in general. And he's instilling a, a winning confidence into the team, which is brilliant. He's winning us games. You can't, you can't have a winning mentality if you're not winning games, and Zlatan is doing that for us. Um, he's scoring the goals that no one else is scoring, and for free. And <laughs> there was that. I haven't actually seen it. Yet. I just saw someone mention it on Twitter that. That interviewer, as Pogba said, this is why we bought him. And Zlatan sort of laughed and said, (laughs) you got me for free, which is very true. And every time he scores another goal, and it was the 25th and the 26th in all competitions on Sunday, every time you think, how on earth have we got this? This incredible striker, this incredible man and an incredible player and an incredible leader in the squad and someone that all of the players clearly looked up to. You saw that in the celebrations. How have we got this man for free? Yeah, I, I'm I'm right with you there for one of the one of if not the
1: best signing in Premier League history. It to to think that, that someone scoring 26 goals in two thirds of the season it, at 35 years of age, who's come on a, on a free transfer, it's just incredible. I mean, I I did not expect Ibrahimovic to be playing like this in the Premier League at 35 after playing in what is a pretty uncompetitive French league for the last three or four seasons. Um, he's been a revelation. He really has, and. I think that I mean, there were a lot of people doubting him before he came and I can understand why because of his age and he hasn't played in the competitive league for a long time but I think what he brings to every single team that he plays for is he brings, like you said, that winning mentality. Every single game he wants to win more than anyone else and it's really starting to rub off on the rest of our players. I think it's why we've become such a resilient team this season. There have been a lot of times even in this great run that we've had um, since December or, or November um, that we've been down in games it's not like it's not like we can steamroll in teams by any means there's been a lot of games we've been playing poorly or we've been down goals in early in the game or even late on in the second half um, but Zlatan seems to be able to rally the troops and not only does he score a lot of goals he scores so many important goals and I think that that is what has really made the difference for us this season I was talking to um, to some of my friends here and ev- everyone no matter who you speak to no matter what team they support everyone looks up to Zlatan and knows what kind of character he is and what he brings to a side and it's been the same wherever he's gone, but I think at United this season, it's shown up even more because there's so many, a lack, a lack of leaders in the rest of the team. And him, him coming in and offering that experience was incredible. You saw it after Lingard's goal yesterday. All the players were obviously extremely happy going 2-0 up, but Zlatan was the one bringing everyone in and almost giving them a pep talk, saying this game is not over and he proved to be right. And as you said the um, about Joel Pereira's tweet, he was so right that Zlatan was everywhere towards the end, and and it was him that brought us a foul in the ninety third minute that effectively killed the game as well. Um, his experience, his leadership, and fundamentally his quality and his and how clinical he is in front of goal has been probably the most important factor in our improvement
0: this season. Yeah, what's incredible about it is that there's so much confidence from fans towards Ibrahimovic now because. After after the celebrations had calmed down, which was about an hour after, after Zlatan did score. But once the celebrations had calmed down, I was I was speaking about it and, and we watched the highlights again. And you thought, as soon as that ball left Herrera's boot and he realised it wasn't uh, an over-hit cross. And you saw Zlatan free in the area, you knew you knew that was going on. There, there's so little doubt in anyone's mind that that ball was going straight into the back of the net as soon as Zlatan sort of pulled his neck back and, and with so much power, despite it being straight at Forster, it went past him. There's so much confidence and I think that that oozes its way throughout the side and there's now more confidence in the side as a whole. It's, the cop players have more confidence in themselves. And it may it might just be because Latan is six foot five and, and sort of towers over the rest of the team and um, as they're celebrating Lingard's goal, he sort of brings them all in. He he gives them a, a hug as one. It might just be because of that, but he does seem like the figure who is bringing everyone together. Who is, who has that ability? When Rooney's not on the pitch, because Rooney tends to do it quite well, even if he's not the greatest player anymore. um, Zlatan has that ability, and it's. I mean, we've uh, we've spent six minutes talking about just Zlatan Ibrahimovic now, and that's that's a large part is because Zlatan won us that trophy by himself, really. Because we, we didn't put in a great performance. Moving on to the rest of the team. I'm, I'm going to try and not talk rubbish today. And not talk in cliches and say, and say we're back for good. But it's certainly a good sign that we've won the two things that we could have done so far. I mean, if progressing in Europe comfortably, losing once in 27 games, and as I said, winning the first major trophy as well as the Community Shield, isn't a good start for Mourinho. Uh, I, I can't say why. And six obviously isn't good enough. In the Premier League. But somehow we're still in with a shout at the top four. Probably a disgrace to the rest of the Premier League. But somehow we still have a chance of top four. And things are good. People aren't scared of United like they they were. But the level of bitterness from rivals, uh, as it's known, the piss boiling towards United, anyone but United at the moment, after that wrongly disallowed goal for Southampton, is what I've been used to growing up and everyone else has been used to growing up and people aren't scared of United like they once were, but they're certainly frustrated at the fact that we're slowly returning to winning ways, slowly winning trophies again. And that's why they find us being in six so funny. It's because actually they know that we shouldn't even be with a chance of, of top four. We shouldn't have a chance of being able to overtake them because we were so bad in October November. And they're, they're worried about that. They're not they're not scared. I'm not going to say everyone's frightened of us because there are plenty of teams who are better than us. But, Certainly people are worried about facing United again and United have the ability to win without playing well again.
1: That key thing is what you just said at the end. We have the ability to win without playing well again. And we haven't had that recently because, in part, because we've had such a lack of leaders. Like I said, Rooney is a very good leader on the pitch, but his game time has been few and far between. And his actual contribution it obviously isn't what it used to be. Um, and I think one of the key things that we've developed this season is that ability to just grind out results. Games that would have ended up in draws last season under Van Gaal turned into wins this season. Games that would have been losses last season turned into draws this season. The, the, one of the games that I um, that will stick with me, I think, for a while, will be the home game against Middlesbrough. Um, we were 1-0 down. It obviously had some bad luck with Ibrahimovic's goal being disallowed. And it, it seemed like everything was going against us. And I think teams at, at Old Trafford in recent years would have would have been pretty confident they could, that being one up with 6 or 7 minutes to go the game was almost won but as soon as as soon as Marshall scored that first goal there was a sense of inevitability about the second as well and I think it was that was a feeling that I haven't felt since Ferguson left and if, when I felt that coming back it, it to me it signalled that this is what Manchester United is about and Zlatan and, and a lot of the other new signings to be fair to them have really instilled that mentality I think in, in the last couple of months um, and the thing is, you look at our lineup and we have so many talented players and now to, we're seeing them starting to come together and I think Ibrahimovic is, a, is such a key piece in that jigsaw puzzle because you can have all the talent in the world but if they don't know how to play well together, then it, it is useless. And I think it's very telling that, for instance, every single one of Paul Pogba's assists this season has been to Zlatan and because he played, not only is he such a great goal scorer, he creates such a focal point for our team. Another year, the option on his contract it's so, so important that he does because if he does, it will give us that for another season and I think give us a real shot at hopefully making a run for the title next season. We still need to improve in some areas, but oh, and obviously winning the League Cup doesn't detract from, like, like you said, our league position, but Mourinho needs to take a lot of credit because his substitutions yesterday I thought were very good, Conceded wasn't easy and then conceding just after half-time as well. would well, have I been mean, very easy for Mourinho to say, right, we need to take a step back, we need to make sure we, we shore things up and he didn't. And and then also, Latan him being the forefront of that team and had the spearhead, I guess, of everything the good that we that we do is so so key
0: to our fortunes. Yeah, and and you mentioned uh, a while back <laughs> this was, but you you mentioned Rooney and and his role diminishing in terms of playing time. But that sort of brings me onto the, the the celebration side of things. Things were so so good to watch when we won the FA Cup. I remember. I was sitting in Wembley and Louis van Gaal goes up the steps to, to lift the FA Cup and he's getting booed. And I, I, I thought that was horrible. Even, even if people don't like him, and I was one of those that did like him, you can't boo him when he's just won you the FA Cup. The atmosphere at Wembley, com- comparing the EFL Cup final and the FA Cup final was astonishing. The EFL Cup final was so much better. And, and maybe that's because it's a less big game, so there's less corporate tickets, Um going away to, to neutral fans and there's less sort of rich people buying tickets for, for 400 quid and, and not singing. But even then, the celebrations for the United players were clearly so much more... They are, For me, they they looked much happier than when they won the FA Cup. You get Pogba coming over. He's dancing in front of the fans. Eric taking the taking the trophy and slipping across the grass. And then you get someone like Rooney who's celebrating the Zlatan goal showing... Why people like me absolutely adore Rooney because he is that team player and he he looked as pleased as anyone else in the stadium when he celebrated that goal um and they were just the celebrations were so nice to watch, and there seems that the connection between the the fans and the players is building once again um on on other players who did very well. I thought Poper showed showed how he really does love the club again um coming over full time and after the goal and starts waving his arms about Herrera was fantastic again. Um more tackles than anyone on the pitch, more Jules won than anyone but Smalling in the United team. Uh wasn't dispossessed once, more passes than anyone else on the pitch and and looked like a man possessed when that scored the winner. Uh, went absolutely insane. <laughs> um that that still of Herrera's face <laughs> is is fantastic. I mean Marino was rather more contained, wasn't he? A simple a simple wave and a and a small kiss to the fans. Um Maybe he didn't want to be seen to be going over the top with so much left to play for this season. But, I mean, we could have done with more, a bit more of a smile from from Jose. But um, we can't complain, can we? A, a few bad things. Um, Rojo was terrible at left-back, unsurprisingly, though he did do excellently for the goal. For, from my seat, it looked like, come the second half when Juan Matu was taken off, we weren't playing with a right midfielder or a right winger, which I thought was really strange. Because Rashford comes on, and Lingard's still playing in the middle, but Rashford is playing as well, sort of in the middle or on the left. And there was, there was never an option on the right. Lingard was definitely deliberately told to be playing in in the middle of the park rather than drifting out to the right. I thought that was a bit strange. But going back to the good things, um, just quickly on the Zlatan free kick, I mean, that, that was fantastic. Uh, I mean, I'm sure Southampton players were ready for to hit them straight in the face. It's almost all of zatan's free kicks have done to to the opposition this season, but I mean it was superb. Exploiting a gap in the wall and then curling and dipping into the left corner. Forster got pretty close, but that that was fantastic.
1: The celebrations were were brilliant. I it, I love seeing how
0: all the players got so wrapped
1: up in the occasion and like you said when uh, I lo- I love how the players' personalities always come out when we celebrate. You said Pogba and Bailey doing their own thing. Rooney really kind of Really, celebration for the Zlatan goal was, was brilliant. Um, and I think Mourinho, Mourinho, I think, was very tactical with his celebration, if that, if that makes sense. I think he didn't want to, like you said, he didn't want to make it seem like he was celebrating too much too early because he knows there's still a lot more work to do this season. Um, but for the fans, seeing the players that, that hyped up, I guess, about, about the final was brilliant. And it just, it just brings a feel-good factor back to the club, winning a winning trophy, no matter which one it is. Um, yeah, some of the... I mean, Herrera was... And as as he has been, to be fair, for, for the majority of the season, we, me and you were pretty harsh on him last season, I think, more so than, than most of our fans. Because I, I still maintain that he was pretty dire for most of the season. Um, but this season, he's come back and he has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, he's, he's one of the first names on the team sheet now every single week. And he allows Pogba to, to do what Pogba does. And he's gone kind of under the radar, I think. It still astonishes me that so many other fans refuse to to rate him and see what he does for our team but that's fine as long as he keeps playing the way he has been um I thought Pogba I thought Pogba was getting some very harsh criticism from a lot of people especially on Twitter um I thought he did pretty well in the game Uh, he was he was marshalled pretty well by the Southampton field but he kept things a lot simpler than he has done in a lot of the other big games um I thought he did pretty well I think I actually said Rojo was uh I mean, we all knew that. We, we knew that Rojo at left-back was never going to end well. We've said that so many times. Um, he needs to exclusively be played at at, at centre-back. Um, I think one of the things that really showed up, though, was how much we missed Mkhitaryan. Um the, the performance was by no means our best. It was probably one of our worst for a while, honestly. We didn't really have control of the game, um, even, when, even when Michael Carrick came on, which is normally a, a guarantee that you're going to control possession and control the game. Even when he came on, it still didn't really change things very much. And we just lacked a lot of penetration when we tried to attack down the middle. I think a lot of that comes from the And He was he was a big, big miss. Although the Wembley specialist, I think, as he shall now be known, Jesse Lingard, replacing him, came up with the goods once again. Three three finals at Wembley, three goals. You just can't keep him quiet.
0: Yeah, right. We'll, we'll have to close things on the EFL Cup final there. But just a, a final thing. First, Sir Alex, once he rebuilt United after, after Mourinho had first arrived at Chelsea, when Sort of Marine, the special one, took England by a storm, won the league and stuff. Once Fergie rebuilt United from from the sort of dregs that had that had plagued us after after winning the treble. That two thousand six League Cup win proved the start of five or six years or seven years of domination in English football, then in European football, and then winning the Club World Cup in two thousand eight. Sort of the peak of it. Um, for Mourinho, it preceded title wins at Chelsea on both occasions. Just the final thing is, let's let's hope it can have the same impact here because, of course, it's not the most important trophy. I mean, there there is no doubt about that. When had we lost that compared to losing the FA Cup, I would have been extremely frustrated, but I wouldn't be completely distraught. I'm sure Southampton fans are, but that's because compared to United, they're they're a relatively small club, and this was their first chance of winning a trophy for for 40 years or something. But the AFL Cup is nothing compared to most other trophies, but that doesn't mean it wasn't a brilliant day out at Wembley. That doesn't mean it, it was one of the best away days, if you like, for the season. That doesn't mean it's, it's not a huge morale boost to the players, and that doesn't mean that it's not far better to win it. It's not far better to, to be able to lift that trophy, to have some silverware in the season, to push you on for the next four months of the season than it is to lose it. So, obviously, it's not the most important. Obviously, I'd rather do better in the league, but Nothing is going to compare to to that day at Wembley. I mean, winning two one at I don't know at, at Watford to secure that top four place is is going to have nothing compared to compared to that day at Wembley.
1: Nothing, nothing beats a cup final in terms of the the excitement and the delirium that the fans go through. It doesn't matter how big the achievement is. There's nothing like winning winning the trophies. The feeling, especially when you win it in a way like we did yesterday with a late goal after such a dramatic final. There's nothing. No feeling beats it and. The EFL Cup isn't, by no means, the biggest trophy. as, as we as we said a lot. But the sp- the springboard that it will hopefully give us is very important. And it was important. It's important to ha- to make a team that gets in the habit of winning. And winning trophies is the best way of doing that. Mourinho has always taken the league cup extremely seriously ever since he started at Chelsea. And in carrying that on, it just helps to instill that 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 attitude of every single game. We go out to win, and we are going to win. And that's what we need to be doing. And Hopefully, this will be the first step to a very successful
0: few years. Right, that's all on the EFL Cup final. Um, let's have our, our regular youth and loan roundup. In youth news this week, the under-17s drew 2-2 with Liverpool in a friendly with more trialists on show. Swedish striker Alex Tommossi anderson scored 16 minutes into his trial with the club. And Aidan Barlow scored an 89th minute penalty for the draw with Liverpool. On Andersson, he's a 16-year-old Swede who plays for Helsingborg in Sweden, making his debut in mid-February for their first team. He's previously been on trial with Bayern Munich. Uh, that was last year. Hopefully, we'll see him sign for the club uh, soon. But there is there is much attention on him from, from the big clubs across Europe. At under-23 level, United lost 2-0 to Porto in the Premier League International Cup, uh, being knocked out at the quarter-final stage to a slick Portuguese side It's actually quite a surprise that we got that far, having been relatively good in the competition compared to our terrible league form, um, which leaves us in the relegation zone in Premier League 2 currently. We did look much more balanced than usual against Porto with Josh Bohui making his under-23s debut. That's the first time we've played with a natural striker all season. Uh, 16-year-old Lee O'Connor also made his debut as a substitute. Cameron Borswick Jackson was also involved, allowed to temporarily return from his torrid loan at Wolves, so though he hasn't been officially recalled from the Championship side yet. Um, in transfer news, as I mentioned in the intro, Man United have signed 14 year old Levant Gundogan from Nomads Academy. Uh, we finally got a Gundoen, but he's Welsh and not allowed to play for the first team. But um, as it goes, he was spotted after scoring four against United in a 4 4 draw in a friendly for Nomads and had a six week trial at the club before being side. He's the second player to join United from the Nomads Academy. More transfer news. 14-year-old Nicholas Biaganski, I hope I pronounced that right, was on trial last week with United, the second Polish goalkeeper of that age to do so after former Legia Warsaw head scout Radislav Kucharski joined United recently. He could be the reason for the recent influx of Polish players on trial. Uh, and Manchester City scouts Rob Newman and Trevor Todd rejected United after offers to join the scouting setup at the club. That comes after three City scouts have recently joined United, in um, Dave Harrison and Lyndon Tomlinson, the, the most high profile of the two, heading up some of United's scouting. In low news, Sam Johnston kept his first clean sheet as Aston Villa beat Derby County 1-0. And Yanezai played the full 90 minutes for Sunderland against Everton and was one of their better players in a 2-0 loss. Andreas Pereira played the full 90 minutes in a 3-1 defeat for Granada at Athletic Bilbao. And Joe Riley returned to United for a scan on a dislocated shoulder after a freak incident in training with Sheffield United. Hopefully, he will be able to return to them before the end of the season, but um, could be out for the rest of the season. That is the fear. Right, let's quickly talk about Saturdays game against Bournemouth, a uh, 12.30 kickoff. no midweek game for United strangely this week, although after the Bournemouth game we do play Rostov in that Europa League round of 16. Jack, we won't spend too long on this Bournemouth game because it's much less interesting than, than everything else we've, we've got to talk about, but quick predictions for Bournemouth, Saturday 12.30 kick-off.
1: Yeah, always a tough game against Bournemouth, they always seem to play relatively well against us, but I hope that coming off the cup final win, Um, we should have enough to get past them. The club should be in good spirits. No midweek games. We finally have a week to prepare for a match for once. Um, So I'm going to go for a 2-1 victory with Zlatan
0: to get on the score sheet again. He doesn't stop scoring does he? Yeah, I I think we're going to beat Bournemouth. I I can't see Bournemouth beating us at the moment. They've been embroiled in a relegation battle relatively recently, having looked comfortable and having looked ready to stay up in the Premier League. But um, recent poor form has seen them come back into the relegation zone. So hopefully that recent poor form can continue. Um, I'm going to go slightly more optimistic. I'm going to go for a 3-0 win uh, with one from Zatan, one from Rashford and one from substitute Wayne Rooney. We haven't got any questions this week. Um, If you do have a question for us, remember to send it in to us at UTD Weekly Pod on Twitter. Um, so that is all we have time for on a celebratory episode of the Manchester United Weekly Podcast. Series 2, episode 27 it is now. Um, thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, you can check us out on manchesterunitedweeklypodcast.com or find us on Twitter at utdweeklypod. Jack, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh,
1: at utdtait, T-A-I-T. And just quickly before we finish, shout out to Hugo. I know
0: he watches this every week and he wanted me to give him a shout out this week. So there, you, there you go, Hugo. And you can find me on Twitter at, at Harry Robinson 64 uh, Remember to keep subscribing, reviewing, and listening. We really appreciate all of that, as we, we have just said for that shout-out. Have a great week. Goodbye.